the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. Classified documents from President Biden's time as vice president were found by his personal attorneys in one of his private offices in November last year. Biden's doing a photo up next to the wall he defunded (laughs) and said doesn't work. Were you surprised they were able to clean it up so quickly? It was a magical moment. You have to make an active effort to go down to El Paso on the border these days and not see a single Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. Wow, it wasn't that long ago that Joe Biden appeared on 60 Minutes and Scott Pelley asked the president about the Mar-a-Lago raid and the classified documents found in Trump's home. And Joe Biden said, "How how, how could anyone be that irresponsible? How could anyone be that irresponsible? And lo and behold, look what they found. Classified documents in Joe Biden's personal office at the University of Pennsylvania. Hmm. It's different now, though, right? Because it's Biden. Now it's not that big a deal. Gosh, how many times can Trump get vindicated? I swear it feels like I've said this for, for years. It's like some kind of supernatural force protects D- Donald Trump. He could fall down in a a, a pile of you-know-what and just come out smelling like daisies. Over and over and over again, Trump gets exonerated, Trump gets vindicated. The things that people think, oh my gosh, that's a, just a bridge too far. Classified documents? He took classified documents from the White House? And now the Department of Justice is evidently investigating Joe Biden for the very same thing. Now, I'm not real confident anything will come of it, um, but we're aware of it. It took CNN to report on this, of all places. They must be tired of Biden. They must be worried about 2024. Now reports are emerging, and uh, people that study the Biden administration they uh they're they're observing that Biden seems to be shifting towards the center as he gets ready for a 2024 run my gosh yep joe biden how could anyone be that irresponsible donald trump and classified documents now comes the the bombshell that doj is investigating biden for the exact same Thing. Now maybe they'll go after Biden's tax returns. Maybe that's next. Maybe they'll check out his tax returns or the tax returns of his wife, Dr. Jill. I mean, you know, goodness knows there's probably some 
some material there in Hunter's tax returns. Welcome in. It's a Tuesday episode of the Mike Gallagher Show. I've been thinking a lot about taking care of yourself, taking care of ourselves, taking care of myself. Tomorrow's colonos- colonoscopy day. Get ready. I'm off tomorrow. Carl Jackson will be in the chair, guest hosting for me. Always appreciate Carl's work. And uh, I tried to schedule I hate missing work. I just hate to miss the show. But there was really no way to pull this off, and it was time. And I am a bit, the only reason I talk about something as personal as a colonoscopy is that it is such a an effective, efficient, proactive way to keep yourself healthy. I've had two colonoscopies in my lifetime. And in both time, both times, and I'm 62 years old, both colonoscopies I've had, they found precancerous polyps. And, uh, you know, cancer has chased me around for many, many years. Not for me, but everybody in my life. My mom, my dad, my sister, my wife, uh, many close friends. Cancer is a... Uh, it's a scourge. You know, it's just, uh, it's that... That the boogeyman that's out there lurking. I mean, I grew up watching my dad go in and out of hospital rooms and have to tr- deal with that, and my mom's bladder cancer that she had. And so, you know, we got to take care of ourselves. And now we have all kinds of tools to 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 beat cancer and to stay ahead of it. And so tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be uh, getting a colonoscopy. Say a little prayer if you're so inclined that at 9 a.m. they find nothing in there, or if they find those bad boys, they get them out. I love the fact that since the last colonoscopy I had, which was five years ago, I get them every five years, they've changed the the, the prep process. It used to be you drank one of those huge jugs of miserable-tasting water, and everybody always complains about the prep. And... My doctor said, oh, it's different now. Now you take tablets. So I go out and I get the prescription the other day. And now it's a whole different way of doing it. You take tablets. I've got to take a pill every five minutes, 12 pills every five minutes. So that's, you know, I guess that's in an hour, right? And that's okay. I can live with that. That's tonight at 5, five o'clock today is the first round. And then I will be, uh, well, unavailable for a while, I guess. And then, since the procedure is at 9 a.m. tomorrow, i got to get up in the middle of the night at 3 in the morning and do it all over again. i got to take an hour's worth of pills at 3 a.m. I I think I would have preferred the the big jug again. I'm not sure I like this prep idea. But, hey, it's worth it. The doctor, uh, they'll get in there and they'll make sure that if there's any precancerous polyps or anything in there that shouldn't be there, they'll take it out. They'll snip it out. I'm a little frustrated, though, because I don't know why I'm having to go through this. Biden promised to cure cancer. So by now, I shouldn't. we shouldn't even have to have colonoscopies because Biden was going to cure it by this. Wasn't it by this point in his presidency that cancer was going to be cured? Wow. The only thing I get worried about with, with, with this procedure tomorrow is I have the worst time with anesthesia, with general anesthesia. I almost always get sick. So I've warned, I've told the doctor, please don't let me get sick. 
you imagine being a my doctor? Because I'm I am a bit of a hypochondriac. If you haven't noticed it, if you haven't noticed, I'm I'm a little goofy when it comes to my health. Um, here's a text message, Mike. You're too old for a colonoscopy. You're supposed to get a CT scan after sixty. Punctures are. Oh, come on. Uh, no, that's. This is what happens whenever I talk about medical things. Then there's this turns into this whole thing, uh, the, with the with drama. But the fact that twice now, and my doctor looked me in the eye and said, "Mike, this saved your life," because there's a few kinds of polyps they can find. They can find utterly benign polyps that are not going to turn into cancer. Both times I've had a colonoscopy, they found precancerous polyps. Um, so I hope you'll consider it. In fact, I, I talked about it this morning with Mark Davis. A little bit later, the M&M experience. I'll share with him my chat with Mark. Um, some listeners to Mark's show said, I'm going to go out and get a colonoscopy because of Mike's uh, experience. So um, I'm ready. Uh, I'll tell you all about it. Well, I won't tell you all about it. There'll be parts I'll leave out. <laughs> but but I'll share part of the experience with you day after tomorrow when I come back. Of course, the, the, the night eating part is a little rough, too. I got some scrambled eggs and cheddar cheese for breakfast today, and that's it until after tomorrow's procedure, except liquid diet. It's not 12 pills. No, no, it's not 12 pills. It's one pill every five minutes. That's right. One pill every five minutes. At 3 a.m. That's going to be a lot of fun. Maybe I'll call the team. I think everybody, Tracy and Yuri and Eric, let's have a meeting at 3.30 a.m. We'll have a a conference call. Make sure we're ready for Carl. Anyway, got a lot to tackle this hour. Numbers 800-655-MIKE. Let's talk a little bit about the news that... The Department of Justice is now investigating Joe Biden over classified documents. Well, well, well. You do, don't, do say, do tell. <laughs> We're in the relieffactor.com studios. Great to have you along for the ride. Can't have any purple or red jello. So I got lemon jello. I actually made jello last night. You should see me in the kitchen. Even I can make jello, and that, that's a, that was a challenge. It was a stretch. I'm not much of a cook, but I got the lemon jello ready. I got the non-fruit popsicles ready to go. I've got the chicken broth ready. Oh, that'll be real tasty. Chicken broth. Ugh. And then 9 a.m. tomorrow, I'll be in La La Land as they uh, hopefully keep me around for a long time to come. <laughs> A lot of text messages. I'm getting all kind of colonoscopy texts. Oh, Mike, I love the propofol. Put me right to sleep in 2013. I think that is what they give you, propofol. Come to think of it, that's what the doctor told me they're going to give me. Well, I will be in la-la land. It'll be just like another day for me. You jam our talk lines every day, and we're glad you do. So if you have something on your mind and you can't get through, leave us a voicemail. Call 800-655-MIKE and press option 2 to get it off your chest. And maybe on the air on the Mike Gallagher Show.
MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped MyPillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you, a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code MikeG. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Use the promo code Mike G or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code Mike G. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. Or call 800-928-6034 like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. There is no better organization in the country that that does a better job in fighting for small business owners and free enterprise than Job Creators Network. And I am so excited. There's so much buzz about a new book that Alfredo Ortiz, who you've heard on this show and seen on the Salem News Channel on this show many times, the president and CEO of Job Creators Network, has authored a new book, The Real Race Revolutionaries, How Minority Entrepreneurship Can Overcome Racial and Economic Divides. Everybody's excited about this book. I'm over the moon. Thrilled to welcome back to the show Alfredo Ortiz. Although, have I got a bone to pick with you? I'm looking at the Uh rave. Uh Or get ready. Uh, Happy New Year, but I'm not happy Happy. right now. Let me Uh tell you what Uh I'm unhappy about. Rave reviews pouring in. Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager, Bernie Marcus. I mean, what am I, chopped liver? (laughs) <laughs> I'd have given you a rave review. Interview that I left it all for you, Mike. <laughs> so I'm the, so this is the first live interview about the book. This is the first live interview. You are good. the one. Good. I'll tell Hewitt that'll that'll tick him off. So that's good. I'll, I'll, that'll that'll be good. Uh, listen, but the yep. reviews say it all because even Hugh points out that this book brings together the best data and research on the causes of wealth gaps among and between racial and ethnic groups. Dennis says that this book is one of his favorite books of the last few years. Tell us a little bit about the genesis of the book, what's in it, and why people are going to love it. Well, thanks, Mike. I am excited about this. Look, it's something that you and I have been on the road, what now, I guess we started this, what, six, seven years ago, I guess, back yeah. in Orlando. Orlando, times. sure. And uh, I know we were in Arizona, but look, all across the country, we've seen entrepreneurship amongst minorities be, you know, especially under the Trump administration was really just sky high and the results were great. We had a booming economy and all that was because we actually got the government out of the way and we let these entrepreneurs and particularly minority entrepreneurs really do their thing. And so, for example, on the Hispanic entrepreneurship, it was never better than under the Trump administration, but blacks, Asians, et cetera. And so it actually all came about this book because I gave a testimony in the spring of last year in front of the entire House Ways and Means Committee. Um, And the Democrats were, of course, pushing their idea that 
the only way to get over the racial divide is for more government intervention, right? Mm -hmm. And I, of course, said, eh, I don't think so. I think the real way is for the government to get out of the way and to make sure let our small businesses thrive through lower taxes and lower regulation, which we all saw to be true. And again, was phenomenal during 2019, 2020. It all worked out before COVID. Uh, it was really phenomenal. So, but they didn't like that narrative. And in fact, it's kind of funny. They were uh, to, I'm, I'm, a couple quotes here uh, that I pulled out from that interview uh, or from that testimony. They were troubled by the rhetoric and claimed that I was inappropriate and ignorant to the arguments and needs of the minorities. So, how's that? I'm a Hispanic. I'm a Mexican American immigrant uh, son to immigrants, and I'm ignorant. Uh, to, to the needs of minorities. Of the minorities. That's like Larry Elder being called a black white, the face of white supremacy. The black face of yeah, white supremacy. Yeah. I'm telling you, you can't yeah, make it. But, but Bernie Marcus himself, one of my favorite voices in America, said, in your book, Alfredo, you persuasively make the case that the government must do less, not more, to allow minority entrepreneurs to achieve the American dream and overcome racial economic disparities. It's, you know, it's a it's a fascinating approach because Alfredo, you argue that that you you take the narrative and flip it over. You you, you turn it inside out That's and right. say, listen, minorities and and minority entrepreneurs can control their own destiny in many ways. Yeah, absolutely. And Mike, you know my history. I mean, I grew up, you know, poor in San Diego, actually Chula Vista, California. Right. I used to go around on trash day with my mom picking out aluminum cans and newspapers from the garbage cans, and we'd go over to the YMCA, we'd cash it in, and that was our grocery money. I mean, fast forward to, you know, me owning my own two small businesses in Atlanta. Uh, there was a construction company. I had a consulting company. I mean, it made a difference. Look, I was standing next to the president of the United States as a commissioner for the minority uh, uh, His Hispanic initiative that the White House ran. I mean, only in this country does that happen, but it wasn't because government intervention got me there. It was hard work and grit, and knowing that I believed in myself, that's what got us there. And so that's pretty much what the book is making the case is that in arguing for, is that, look, we don't need government intervention. What we, we need is the government to get out of the way, lower our taxes, lower the regulation, and enable us to, 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 you know, to, to succeed and quite frankly, it is obviously very hard to succeed in a small business. You know that. You have a small business yourself. But you know what? If the government were to get out of the way, it at least helps our odds. And with, with Hispanics in particular, we had been doing great under the Trump administration. And overall, though, entrepreneurship is the way to go. And most minorities are very entrepreneurial, uh, in fact, much more so than their white counterparts. And those, And the data shows that those that have owned a business, a small business, tend to do better than their white counterparts. So right. it's not always about racism. Does racism exist? Absolutely, Mike. I mean, I myself was a victim of racism. I remember going to a car dealership and I was told uh, out in Ohio and I was told, you can't drive a car. I go, what do you mean? You don't have cars to drive? I go, no, you can't drive a car. Wow. So wow. Look, I understand that. I understand yeah. that there is racism and we need to address that. I'm not well, putting that aside, but overall, Entrepreneurialism is the answer for, our, for to address that. Everyone has to get this book, The Real Race Revolutionaries, from Alfredo Ortiz, President and CEO of Job Creators Network. Go to realracerevolutionaries.com to find out more and buy the book, realracerevolutionaries.com. We'll put a link at mikeonline.com for it as well. Alfredo Thanks, Ortiz, Mike. keep That's fighting up. the good fight, my friend. Always well. Happy New Year, Mike. 
COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, a church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do all the work and then take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org today because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. Refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. The Mike Gallagher Show. Joe Biden has not called me. He did not call me, uh, nor his staff uh, called and uh, let us know either about his visit or to invite us. Uh, until uh, last night, uh, we got a random email to uh, one of my staff members uh, asking if I would be there to meet him on the tarmac. Uh, and so they have failed to communicate. And listen, uh, this visit uh, is about uh, two years too late and about $20 billion short. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. It's pretty gratifying to see uh, a lot of the things we've been talking about for two years uh, come to fruition, right? Like this border catastrophe that Biden created. And you look, look at the way the media is turning on Biden over the border. He, this El Paso visit was spectacular for our side. The, they, they look so bad. And this Mayorkas character, the secretary, this secretary Mayorkas was literally reduced to criticizing the governor of Texas for working to secure his state's border. That's how bad things have gotten with our border. And it's absolutely disastrous for the Biden administration, and everybody knows it. You know, I keep having this sneaking suspicion that the only reason that the media is turning on Biden is they're done with him. Do you see him babbling this week to somebody, uh, I had Secret Service in Poland and Ukraine. It it was so scary because you realize he's so out of it. We're lucky if he knows what day it is. And he has, his administration has created a catastrophe that is badly damaging the United States. And the Democrats are stuck with it. They got nothing to do with it. I mean, if you're a, if you're a Biden voter, you own this. You own the border crisis because you did this. Biden inherited a relatively secure border from Donald Trump. Trump had it, it wasn't perfect, had a long way to go, but it sure as heck beat what this gang is doing. And so, honest to goodness, I I love watching Democrats squirm over realizing that you voted for nothing but chaos and catastrophe at the southern border. And finally, the mainstream media is covering it. Finally, CBS, ABC, NBC, all the usual suspects are covering Biden's disaster. Listen to Mayorkas. 
The, incidentally, Biden was talking. I was going to play this clip, but it's hard to hear him without captions. But Biden was talking to the Salvation Army. He had some kind of encounter with the Salvation Army. And the guy, something to do with Poland and Ukraine. And Biden starts babbling, I, I, I worked with the Secret Service in Poland. It was so jarring. Laura Ingram played the clip last night on Fox News. And, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this is the, the commander-in-chief. There's no way Biden's running in 2024. He couldn't possibly run in 2024. He isn't with it now. It's impossible. That's literally an impossibility. All these reports, oh, Biden's all gearing up for a 2024 run. That's a joke. He's not capable of running in 20. He couldn't run for county commissioner in 2024. Then again, look at the candidates who won in 2022. If Katie Hobbs can win, if John Fetterman can win, then maybe it isn't so crazy to consider Biden a nom- uh, 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 capable of running for re-election. So this is, this is really something. I want you to hear Alejandro Mayorkas. He was uh, on ABC's This Week with George Stephanopoulos. Now, Governor Abbott is heroic in his efforts to secure the border. In fact, he did not back down. He was waiting for Biden on the tarmac in El Paso, handed him a letter uh, specifying the Biden administration's failures, challenged Biden in person, challenged Biden in public. Governor Abbott is doing all he can to secure the border. So along comes Mayorkas criticizing the governor's efforts to secure the Texas border. Well, uh, Governor Abbott uh, is not collaborating with the federal government on an issue that requires collaboration. We cannot have the rights and the needs of individuals who are seeking humanitarian relief in the United States be exploited for political purposes. We cannot have unilateral governor action that is not coordinated with the federal government to address uh, an issue that is of national importance. How about that? So the, 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 the cabinet secretary in charge of the border is criticizing an American governor for trying to, to secure his border. That's, the, that's what Biden has now uh, uh, delivered to the American people. It's so disgusting, it, it makes me physically sick. And... This story about the way the Biden administration swooped in on El Paso and cleaned up the streets right before Biden's visit, because, you know, it wouldn't look good to have all these illegals sleeping in tents and and hanging out in the parks and sleeping on the floor of the airport. I mean, El Paso has been turned into a hellscape, and everybody everybody knows it. And what did they do? Like some tin-pot dictatorship, they swooped in, and ordered all the illegals rounded up, they cleaned up the streets, swept everything away, just in time for for Biden's visit. Here was Bill Malusian reporting on this yesterday on Fox News with Jesse Waters. 
Were you surprised they were able to clean it up so quickly? It was a magical moment. Everything disappeared from a month before, right? <laughs> you, you have to make an active effort to go down to El Paso on the border these days and not see a single migrant. It's almost impossible, and they managed to accomplish that. And look at what he did. He started off at a port of entry. Nothing's happening at the port of entries. That's not where people are crossing. That's a CBP port of entry where people walk across the bridge. The mass illegal crossings, more than 200,000 people a month, that's happening between the ports of entries. People walking through the river. We show that video every single day. He didn't go down there and look at that. If he really wanted to get an idea of what's happening in the El Paso area, he could have driven five minutes north out of town, gone to Anapra, New Mexico, where we've witnessed guys in camouflage scaling the border wall, using ropes to jump over it, and then running off into the open desert into U.S. residential neighborhoods. He could have taking a ride down Paisano Drive, where there's all sorts of holes in the border wall. People have been cutting these holes into it, got away, slipped through, and then they go running across traffic. He's like the only guy covering this crisis. This is an American crisis, too. This isn't a Mexican crisis. This isn't a Venezuelan crisis. This is an American crisis. And the left is doing everything it can, furiously trying to tamp down any kind of uh, descriptor of what's happening along the southern border. Here was Jesse Waters last night talk, uh, showcasing the, the rich, disgusting irony of Biden doing a photo op in front of a border wall. White House sources say he's pivoting to the center for 2024. Remember the last time Joe pivoted, he broke his foot chasing his dog? This time looks even worse. Biden's doing a photo op next to the wall he defunded <laughs> and said doesn't work. I mean, you can't make it up. He, Jesse's right. Biden is like, look at me, take some pictures of me by the border wall that I didn't want, that I defunded. Here's a text message. Mike, I, I saw Biden speaking at a meeting with Mexican the Mexican president and the delegation. He was babbling incoherently, speaking incredibly hesitantly. I felt so embarrassed just looking at him. Poor guy. Well, yeah, that's that's certainly a very compassionate perspective. How about poor America? How about poor United States of America? Golly. But no more mean tweets. We got rid of that. We got no more we got no more mean tweets, no more hysterical White House press briefings. It's nice and calm now with Joe Biden in charge. Wow. 800-655 Mike. 800-655-6453. And, and really, what about the story of Biden making sure, the, the Biden White House making sure that the streets of El Paso were cleaned up, the migrants were rounded up, the illegals were scooted out and rounded up, the trash, the tents, the pup tents, the sleeping bags, all scooped up, all swept away, just in time for Biden's visit for, you know, about 180 minutes to El Paso. Some days I don't even recognize the United States of America. I feel like I am absolutely living in some third world country led by some crazed dictator with a straw hat. 800-655-MIKE, one open line. And incidentally, it's the first of the year. I want to remind you, this is a caller-driven show, and I love... Lots of phone calls. Other shows have a bunch of talking heads. Uh, I We do interviews. We especially do longer form interviews on our podcast, which I hope you'll subscribe to. 
Go to MikeOnline.com to subscribe to our podcast. But don't hold back on phone calls, because I like to put your... If you've never called a radio show before, or you've ever featured, been featured on a network like the Salem News Channel, well, now's a good chance for you to join us. 800-655-6453. I give the phone number out a lot, because I like a lot of calls. And I hope you join me. Take me up on it. Watch the Mike Gallagher Roundtable, exclusively on the Salem News Channel. Mike's team, Derek, Tracy, Yuri, and Eric, share their opinions on the biggest stories Mike discusses every day. Get your seat on the Mike Gallagher Roundtable at the start of every hour on the Mike Gallagher Show, only on Salem News Channel. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Mike Gallagher Show. This bizarre but prevalent ideology that permeates these policy measures purports to act in the name of justice for the marginalized, but it frowns upon American institutions. It rejects merit and achievement, and it advocates identity essentialism. We reject this woke ideology. In the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike. That's Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who may or may not be a presidential contender in 2024. It's going to be here before we know it. It's next year. We've been saying two years. Now it's next year. We are into 2023, obviously. Here's a text message on the MyPillow text line. Mike, maybe Joe is under investigation because he says he's running in 2024, and they don't want him to. I wouldn't put anything past them. There is... You know, there is a lot of lot of nastiness, a lot of viciousness, a lot of evil out there. What I saw last night on social media was pretty evil. President Trump announced on social media, on his social media site, Truth Social, that Diamond of Diamond and Silk has passed away at the age of 51. It's uh, such sad news. They had tons of followers, very popular. They were the, the lovable, you know, duo Somebody told me they were cousins this morning, but Yuri insists they were sisters. Uh, I don't actually know the. I, I don't know if they're. I know they're related. I think they're related. But when it was uh, reported that Diamond was hospitalized for COVID over Thanksgiving, obviously people knew that it was serious, and uh, she apparently lost her battle. Although there's been no official cause of death released, uh, President Trump in a very uh, heartwarming post last night on 
Truth Social shared the, the sad news, and President Trump said maybe that great big heart of hers just finally gave out. But, of course, the left just having a field day with this. I, wanted to, I went on to social media last night. They're so awful. Gosh, they're vicious. Mocking her death. Um, mocking her 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 terrible uh, ordeal because it you know if she was sick for weeks and weeks with COVID that is that is tough. Trump's statement said really bad news for Republicans and frankly all Americans. Our beautiful diamond of diamond and silk has just passed away at her home in the state she loved so much, North Carolina. Silk was with her all the way and at her passing. There was no better team anywhere or at any time. Diamond's death was totally unexpected. Probably her big and precious heart just plain gave out. Rest in peace, our magnificent diamond. You will be greatly missed. Well, not to the jackals on social media. Oh, they were they're delighting in her death. And it just, I, I saw that last night. I felt like I had to take a shower. It was so gross to see people reveling in her death. Just people sneering and mocking it. There's a 51-year-old woman who dies, and they think it's uh, it's fodder for um, for a joyful exuberance. Joe Piscopo in New York always says the left is just mean. There's a meanness to them that people on the right don't often exhibit. Now there are plenty of examples of people on the right who go off the rails too. But just by and large, there's there's not when 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 a very popular figure on the left dies, you don't see a groundswell of mockery and taunting and ridiculing that person's death. Sure, there are people who do that because they want to get clicks or whatever, or they're red meat and they and they're provocateurs and they're and they're goofy. They're stupid. It's just stupid. No one should. Let me tell you something about delighting in somebody's death. I'm a big believer as a Christian that when you put something like that out there, it comes back at you. It comes back to you. You know, I think a lot of people use the term karma. But how miserable you have to be to take any kind of delight or or joy out of the death of a woman like Diamond, of Diamond and Silk. So, listen, our, our prayers are with Silk and their families and their respective friends and many, many fans. So sad to hear the news of Diamond passing away. Joe Piscopo's right, isn't he? They're just mean. They're just mean people. They just hate everything. I wrote a book years ago, 50 Things Liberals Love to Hate. And the 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 mantra is that liberals love to hate things that we love, that, we, that the Americans love. And there's a difference, I know, between liberals and progressives and liberals and leftists. People on the hard left, man, they are a vicious, unhappy, miserable bunch of people. And I really do feel sorry for them. I tr- I'm not trying to be trite here when I say I pray for them. I do. I pray, I pray hard for people like that. I pray for anybody who would post something publicly celebrating the death of somebody like Diamond, of the conservative political duo Diamond and Silk. There's something wrong with you. And I hope that if you went down that route and you're listening to me today, maybe you ought to pray a little bit. 
Maybe you ought to look in the mirror and, and, and ask if, if you're where you should be in life. I'm feeling a little spiritual today. Have you noticed? Maybe it's because of my colonoscopy tomorrow. Maybe it's because I'm getting all these horror stories about colonoscopies. Why do I ever open my mouth about a medical procedure that I'm going to have? I don't need to hear all the complications you had from a colonoscopy. Thank you. You know I'm a hypochondriac. You're doing it to aggravate me. I know why you're doing it. I know why people... This audience, you're, you are like the, 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 my big brother picking on me. Picking on me. Taunting me. There's Stan in Waco. Uh, he had two close friends that had bad times with their colonoscopies. I'm not taking Stan in Waco. Tracy, you can tell him, have a good day. Thank you, sir. I said good day. I'm not talking to Stan and Waco about the problems that his friends had with colonoscopies. It's the last thing I need right now. My goodness. I'm already nervous about going through this prep and pills and getting up in the middle of the night and taking tablets and then getting the propofol to knock me out tomorrow. You don't think I'm nervous enough about this? Don't you know me? It's probably why Stan and Waco wanted to do it. <laughs> he probably does. So I'll pray for you too, Stan. Go Now go bye-bye. I want you to take a trip with us, speaking of being spiritual. Join Dennis Prager and me for Israel. We're going back this October, and it's going to be a trip that will change your life. Can you imagine walking where Jesus walked? We had a guest on, my buddy uh, Zev Orenstein, a couple of days ago, about this area where Jesus healed the blind. And that's not biblical. That's geographical. That is factual. You're going to get to see it. It's the first time in 2,000 years this area has been open to the general public. When we take you to the, to Israel, you see things that will change your life. This isn't like a trip to the beach. This is a bucket list trip. It's the Stand with Israel tour, October 25th through November the 3rd. And people are signing up left and right. I don't want you to wait, miss out on this. Because, you know, I don't want you to, I don't want to have to make the announcement we're sold out. If you've ever dreamed of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Go to StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com, and find out all about the Gallagher Prager Stand With Israel Tour. We've already got, I think, close to 200 people signed up. It's going to be magnificent. And don't worry, no matter how big the group is, we'll have time to interact. We're going to be broadcasting our shows from over there. Uh, on radio and on the Salem News Channel. We're going to have the time of our lives, and you will absolutely come back a changed person. There is nothing like walking where Jesus walked. If you want to call the good people at Inspiration Tours directly, their number is 855-565-5519. Or you could book conveniently online, standwithisraeltour.com. Little deposit locks you in, and you'll be coming with us to the Holy Land October 25th through November the 3rd. The, the Stand With Israel Tour, a visit to the Holy Land that will change your life forever. I promise. And I can't wait to go back because if you've even, if you're like me and you've gone before, believe me, going back a second or third time, you learn things you didn't learn the first time. It's astounding. It's astounding. A funny text message from Louisville. Hey, God bless you, Mike. Nothing medical is fun, but it is hard to resist mocking hypochondriacs, especially self-proclaimed hypochondriacs, even though we all have a bit of it. Well, it's listen, it's true. You you'll laugh you'll laugh if I'm if I'm not here Thursday. You better hope I come back and that the doctor doesn't take a wrong turn tomorrow. Carl Jackson in the seat tomorrow, and then I'm back Thursday, so make sure you keep Carl company. 
and thank you for prayers. I'm going to be absolutely fine, and I'll keep you posted because, hey, a colonoscopy might just save your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.